0: Today, I'm really excited to welcome Courtney Brown to the show, CEO and founder of Sense of Style, and that's a company that helps women look, feel, and do good. Welcome to the show, Courtney. Thank you, Dr. Hanks.
1: I'm so happy to be here. Wonderful. What is your question for me today? Okay, so we have a child with mental illness Mm -hmm. and a lot of mental struggles, and my question is... How do you you maintain and promote your personal and family mental health while dealing with someone that is chronically mental ill? Because it takes such a toll on the entirety of the family.
0: Yes, yes. Okay, well, I'm going to respond with a question back to you. Do you have built-in support to help your
1: family manage this chronic illness? Little, (laughs) some, and that is somewhere we have been focusing is on that respite and that support, but it's really, really difficult. And as an achiever myself, Mm -hmm. it's super hard to ask for support.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Why say more? It's hard for me to ask for support because. I think we, I, let me Mm -hmm. use, I have told a lot of stories that as a woman, Um, as a successful woman in business, as a mother, I should be able to do more and better, Mm. especially, and it's quite difficult when I can't, well, I can't control her, but I can't control her mental health at all. Right, right. That's very painful.
0: It's so painful. It's so painful. And we're taught like, look, look like you have it all together, keep it all together, you know, work, family, everything, keep it looking good. And most people who have someone in their family with chronic illness need support and need to recognize we have limitations. We have a special need here and we
1: need more support. I'm getting emotional with you even saying that. Yeah, tell me what's coming up, Courtney. I think it's that um, as a mother, my number one priority is to keep my children safe and healthy. And the story I'm telling myself is that I failed at even that. Because she has the struggle. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a lot of. Anger mm-hmm. and physical outbursts, mm-hmm. and I'm very—I freely talk about this on my own social media, so I feel like I can do that here. Yeah, um, I think it's so vital that we talk about mental health and get rid of the stigma. But mm-hmm. she, um, yeah, it's really, really hard, and there <laughs> seems to be a continual grieving, yeah, and mourning. Yeah. And it's so hard
0: to not make it about you. Like, I've failed. My child is suffering, and I can't do anything about it.
1: And right? not only I can't do anything about it, she will not receive help from me. Ouch. And so that support is even more necessary.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's look at that story that you should be doing this on your own and that it's not okay to ask for help. I mean, is that story serving you right now? No, no,
1: but as a, there's a lot tied up in it, right? Because as a mother who is also a working career woman, Mm -hmm. I have often heard, well, if you just spent more time there,
0: Uh, Oh, that just my, I just want to jump out of my skin and (laughs) yeah, I just want you to hear from me that your daughter's mental illness is not because of you and it's not something that you can solve. It's not something that you can solve and it's not your fault. Thank you. You're welcome. And I truly believe that. And the people who say that are people who uh, let me i'm let me guess, are stay- at-home parents, and they're saying it to justify their own choice,
1: yes. yes, they are. And a lot of times they're family members.
0: Hmm. Have you told them that you're not interested in their opinion? No. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So what if, well, let's do a role play. You be that insensitive family member and I will be you. So say something. Let's play around with this.
1: Well, have you ever considered that if you didn't work so much, you would have more time and she wouldn't feel that way? I know you don't mean this, but what you just said is really
0: hurtful. And comes off as very judgmental. Please don't ever say that to me again.
1: Or how? With all that you have on your plate, you juggle so much. How are you going to handle more?
0: You know, that's really my stewardship, isn't it? I don't have to answer to you. Thanks for your concern. (laughs) Short and sweet. Mm -hmm. Oh, those are, those just are daggers to the mama heart. Courtney, I am so sorry. People are ignorant and people like you who are high achievers, who are invested in things outside of family and in family, a lot of people do not understand that because that's not how they are. And so some of those questions are just out of like, I can't even imagine what that would, like, that's so beyond my capability or my desires or whatever. So I'm sure you feel hurt and and misunderstood.
1: Most of the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I but- Just just so you know, like, I feel that way too. <laughs> and I felt that way when my kids are struggling, like people going out, well, if you would just not work, you know, your kids would be... <laughs> So I've had my share of that, um, not the, to the same degree or to with the chronicity of what you're dealing with by any stretch. But I've I've felt that, and it's it's really painful.
1: And if it were only that easy, right?
0: Right. Oh yeah, quit your job, and your daughter won't have mental health problems anymore. <laughs> Woohoo! Really?
1: <laughs> but I do. I would love you to help me. So we have three children. Uh-huh. Our oldest, B, is the one that struggles, mm-hmm. uh, and B has two younger brothers mm-hmm. that often have lear- have the learned behavior that they almost have to disappear when tensions get high in our household, mm-hmm. and we do a lot to keep B regulated. And mm-hmm. sometimes I worry that it's at the expense of her brothers. Mm-hmm. And and in some ways, it can be at the expense of me and it can be, you know, at the expense of John because we're grown adults and parents Mm -hmm. that can find those skills and cope. But how do we help them cope and feel seen and heard and validated in their experience while simultaneously trying to keep the stable?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you let them have a voice, you ask them. What is it like to have a chronically ill sibling? What is that like for you? What's the hardest part? What's the saddest part? How do you think your life would be different if you didn't have to deal with this? And just let them voice their experience and ask them what, you know, what can I do to better support you? And that may be You take them to do something without her every week or you, you know, you have to be flexible in all of that because it can't just be about her, right? Because then what, like you're saying, what about them? But I think listening and validating their experience, like it's okay to be mad at her and to resent her and say, you know, she makes your life harder. You know, I'm... I get that she makes my life harder
1: too. can i can I ask you a really vulnerable question? Yes, is it okay to resent your child?
0: I think it's totally normal. I think it's totally normal, whether they have mental illness or not. I think every parent has that thought, like, oh my gosh, my life would be so much better without this kid. <laughs> like, if we're really honest. Like, why do I have to deal with this?
1: And my life is so much better because I have this child. Right, It's like the best and the worst
0: all wrapped up. I mean, that's family life. Is like the highest highs, the lowest lows. And the hardest kids are the ones that teach you the most, I think. I mean, at least in my experience.
1: It gets to be both, right?
0: It gets to be both.
1: And how have you found, how do we honor... Those both, how do we honor those both parts of ourselves Mm -hmm. and those feelings that feel so in, in contradiction?
0: Yeah. I think just like what we were talking about with your sons, you give yourself a voice. You allow yourself to acknowledge, like, I hate this right now. This is excruciating and I want to run away and never come back. And I love this child so fiercely. I would do anything for her. And it's both. And let yourself express that whole spectrum of emotion with someone who can validate that, whether that's your husband, a therapist, a friend, that you can't just, I mean, you can, but it's important to acknowledge it yourself, but It's healing to have it in a relationship and have that validated. Yeah. Giving yourself permission to voice that whole spectrum is so, it's going to be so important. And that's, this kind of circles back to what we talked about at the beginning is that building that support, building in that support. And that's emotional support. It's respite. It's practical support. Whatever your situation allows, over-support your family. <laughs> like get what you think is too much support because that's probably the right amount. Most parents want to think like, especially moms, like, oh, I've got this together and oh, I just need this and you don't, you need more. So overestimate the amount of support you need. So what support, what else could you build into your life? to make your life and your family's life even better?
1: Ooh, a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, I think part of it is prioritizing those moments, like you said, of validation and being heard mm-hmm. and listened to for each family member.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He needs it, but so does John. And the boys need it too. And then finding out who that person is That they can talk to is. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times as moms, we think it's us in each scenario, and that's probably not realistic or even helpful. Right. And who can you go to? Right. Like that's, don't forget you.
0: Mm -hmm. Because it sounds like you're trying to keep everybody happy, everybody's needs met, everybody regulated, everybody. And that's a big job. That's a big job it is yeah so in addition to finding people who can validate the experiences of each family member what other support could your family use given the resources that you have respite care Mm -hmm. do you have that built in
1: a little but we're working more and more on creating a plan We are privileged enough to have been accepted into the state of Utah's, um, system of care program through the Department of Human Services, which is not something most people know about. And that's why I'm mentioning it, which Mm. is a wraparound process in which they get a a respite care and other service plan in place for families in difficult situations. Wow. Um, so we're working there. What support do I need? Um, Sometimes I just need a break. Do you get a break? Not often. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So between business and family, there's not a lot of time for breaks.
0: Okay. You're not going to find the time. You're going to make the time. Okay. And I'm with you. I own two businesses. I have a full-time job as a professor. I have a family, four kids, two grandkids. Uh, husband, don't forget him. I'm with you, and I think everybody needs a break. You will be better able to serve your family if you get a day off every quarter and a week off every year to do whatever the you week want. Off
1: isn't with the children. It is not
0: <laughs> with the children. It's with yourself or maybe a girlfriend. Mm whatever sounds I like fun.
1: that. I, thank you for giving. <laughs> I appreciate you giving specifics mm-hmm. and time in time because mm-hmm. I think that helps because when we hear a break, what's a break? Is a mm-hmm. break 15 minutes? Is a break an hour? Is a break a, you know, a day, a week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you for being specific. And time You're welcome.
0: Breaks. You're welcome. At least an hour a week, a day, a month and a week, a year. So that that's my homework assignment for you Courtney. And just expect your family to support you and have it be non-negotiable that you are off duty. You will be better able to help them if you have time to breathe, regroup, do whatever you want to do. And it sounds like you have some resources to work with to you know, maybe even pay for childcare or whatever to make that happen.
1: We do. We are, we are blessed in that way. Yeah. So, and so use it. I think, uh, so much of it is a month. So much of it is a mindset on my part. Okay. And so tell
0: me more about that. The mindset of I should be able to do this guilt, guilt. I okay. should be able
1: to do more or all mm-hmm. or so guilt. Says who? That, um, says only me. <laughs> I think it, it's a learned, you know, it's a yeah. learned behavior in the culture and the environment in which I grew up mm-hmm. with a mother and grandmother that never took breaks. How mm. sad.
0: Yeah. That's so sad. So, your job partially is to model an adult life that you want your kids to follow. So if you want them to not to grow up and not take care of themselves and, and to, you know, then, then don't do it. But if you want them to know how to grow up and take care of themselves and take breaks and give themselves grace, and then you can model that for them. And so sometimes that can alleviate the guilt because If you feel guilty, you're like, I'm doing this for my kids. Okay. (laughs) You're doing it for you and your kids. And I
1: think I told my, the story for a long time. I mean, I've built sense of style over the last 14 years. And I think I told myself originally that it was my break. That Mm. I, that was the initial story. It was my hobby. It was my creative outlet. Right. Hobby in quotes. It's it's a career. (laughs) It is. It didn't start yeah. that way, but it 100% is now. Yeah. And I never was, I never shifted from that, mm-hmm. you know, that I never told a new story. Mm-hmm. That I and, have a full-time career and my
0: family greatly benefits from it.
1: Yes, I can <laughs> tell that story, but the story is that I also, and I need a hobby. And Mm -hmm. I need a break. And I need something that is outside of family and and work. You need a break. Yeah, this is not. It's not a break. In fact, you will have prob. People have probably heard me say that's what I do. That is it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And almost with a level of pride, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's taken its toll Mm -hmm. for sure. And it's time.
0: It's time to change that story. Right? That I work and I take care of my family and I take care of myself. And I'm going to take at least 1 hour every week, 1 day every quarter and 1 week every year where I'm going to do whatever I want to do that's not work and not family. I am um, I go to Mexico for a week every year with one of my best friends, just the two of us. And our goal is to do nothing and take care of no one. That's all we do. And, and we're both blessed with resources that we're able to do that. And we collect our frequent flyer miles. And, you know, we've been doing it for eight years. And our family just knows, oh, that's your trip with Jenny. They just
1: know mom's gone. Do you feel it's a practice for you? Have you, have you gotten better at it? Just like anything we practice at. Yes.
0: Yes. And you have to do it even if you feel guilty because you practice and then you work through the guilt through practice. You don't wait till you don't feel guilty anymore to start.
1: Yeah. I am so excited for you, Courtney. Well, thank you. I appreciate your wisdom and your courage in saying things that many of us think, but don't often say. Oh, Thank you. Thank you. So what, what are you going to take with you from our time today? Um, I'm definitely going to take the advice of letting the boys speak their experience and have their voice heard. Mm-hmm. And validate that and from their words find out what they need
0: mm-hmm.
1: to feel more seen and validated. Yeah. I'm also gonna spend some time asking myself those same questions. Good. And Good. I'm going to I'm going to find some time to do nothing and take care of no one. <laughs> it's the best goal ever. <laughs> <laughs> so wonderful.
0: You are so welcome. I'm excited to to hear how things go. And I just want to say, I can tell how much you love your family. And you're welcome. Working has no impact on how much you love your family and how committed you are to them. And I can feel that.
1: Thank you. I feel like I have had to have that disclaimer in my Mm -hmm. life for 14 years. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And I see that. So you, maybe you can let go of that.
1: Thank you for giving me permission to do so. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it takes an outside voice and validation to get me there.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm happy to be that voice for you today. Thanks so much for being on the show, Courtney. Thank you for having me. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please consider rating and reviewing it on Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much.